0: On that same day, the day of Easter's resurrection, two of Jesus' followers were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles outside of Jerusalem, and they were talking about all the things that had happened there. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. He said to them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stood still looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, said, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who doesn't know about the things that have taken place there in these days? Jesus said, what things? They said, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who is a prophet, mighty in word and deed before God and all the people, and about how our chief priests and leaders had him handed over to be condemned to death and crucified him, And we'd hoped he'd be the one to redeem Israel. What's more, some women from our group went to the tomb early this morning, and when they didn't find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some others from our group went to the tomb and found it just like the women had said, but they didn't see him. Jesus said, oh, how foolish you are. And slow of heart to believe all the things the prophets have declared. And then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he began to interpret for them the things about himself in all of scripture. When they came near to the village to which they were going, Jesus walked ahead of them as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly and they said, Stay here with us for evening come. The day is now nearly over. And so Jesus went in and he stayed with them while he was at the table with them he took bread blessed it broke it and gave it to them and then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight that very hour they got up and they returned to jerusalem they found the 11 and their companions gathered together and they were saying the lord is risen indeed and he's appeared to simon And then these two told them about what had happened on the road and about how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. I really like the Jesus that we meet on the road to Emmaus. He seems kind of strange, mysterious for sure. And I think a little bit punchy after a couple of days in the grave. I figure he must be as surprised as you and me to realize that these two guys on the road don't recognize him right away, even after walking and talking with him for quite a while as the story goes. But I like that Jesus is patient, maybe even a little bit playful about that. Like when Cleopas seems to get an attitude and asks Jesus, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who doesn't know about the things that have happened there in these days? And Jesus is like, what things? (laughs) You can almost see the smirk on his face. He's like, tell me what you know, Mr. Smarty Pants. And I like to think that my savior has a sense of humor. I'm banking on it, actually. But I think there's more to this than Jesus just being funny and playing games. For me, this story of the walk to Emmaus is one of my favorites because it is a microcosm of our faith's journey as individuals and as God's people collectively in the world too. And I've had a handful of conversations lately about looking for and about finding and about recognizing God in the world around us and about how hard that can be sometimes. And what I find is that many of us, myself included, are inclined to the same kind of cynicism and skepticism that Cleopas and his friend seem to harbor in today's story. Jesus calls them foolish and slow of heart to believe, remember? Because when they are confronted with the risen Christ in the flesh on the road, they don't recognize him. And they neglect to connect the dots between all that they'd learned about this guy they'd been following. And they recount for Jesus... All the reasons why God's Easter good news wasn't true. Our chief priests handed him over. He was crucified. It's been three days. Some women said they talked to angels. Some men confirmed what the women said because they didn't believe them. He's dead. He's gone. He's nowhere to be found, and we hoped he was going to be the one to redeem Israel. And I don't blame them, because I'm a lot like them, Cleopas and his friend, more often than I'd like to admit it. Standing still, I mean, looking and feeling and being sad so much of the time. Sad about the state of things and the way of the world around us. To be honest, if Jesus approached me on the road most days, I'm afraid I wouldn't even stop to chat, let alone invite him over for dinner. Because I'm too busy. Because I have more important places to be. Because he won't look like I expect him to look, I'm guessing. But assuming I was having a good day, and that I did at least stop for a talk, I'm afraid even then I'd sound a lot like Cleopas. I'm afraid my first inclination would be to rain on Jesus' resurrection parade. Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know? Have you not been paying attention Do you not see or understand what the hell is going on around here? And I'd be happy to cite some examples that would be no surprise to Jesus. We've all heard about the spate of innocent people being shot in the last week or so. That black boy who rang the wrong white man's doorbell in Missouri Those cheerleaders who opened the wrong car door at the grocery store in Texas. That other young woman who pulled into the wrong driveway in New York. Are you the only stranger who does not know what is happening here? Six people were shot in Indianapolis in just 11 hours Wednesday. Three of them died. Are you the only stranger in this place who doesn't see what's happening? There have been something like 75 tornado-related deaths in the world this spring. 64 of them were in the United States. That's more than double what happened last year in both regards, which makes me think there might be something to this whole climate change thing. Are you the only stranger? who doesn't understand what's happening here. I saw a public service announcement yesterday that said the phrase, Hitler was right, was posted on social media platforms more than 70,000 times last year. And of course, there's Russia and Ukraine and Sudan and Yemen and Israel and Palestine and Haiti. War and death and despair on top of war and death and despair on top of war and death and despair. Are you the only stranger who doesn't know what is happening? And the list goes on. Our parents are dying or in the hospital. Our kids are struggling in ways we can't fix and have no words for sometimes. Not everyone got invited to prom last night. Jobs have been lost. Tumors are not shrinking, relationships are falling apart right before our eyes. So it is a short walk for me from the empty tomb of Easter's joy to the real world of that Emmaus road, where all that good news turns into something pretty hard to swallow and even more difficult to celebrate a lot of the time. Just like Cleopas, like I said, I'd probably look Jesus in the eye and keep asking, are you the only one here who doesn't know about the things that have taken place in these days? But the beautiful thing about Jesus on that road with Cleopas and his friend, and the beautiful thing about Jesus on the road with all of us, is that he is, really, no stranger to any of this. He just keeps showing up and walking and listening and patiently waiting for us to do the same, to show up, to walk with, to listen, To pay attention, I mean, until we see what has been and what continues to be revealed in our midst in spite of whatever struggle and sadness and suffering finds us as we go. See, I think Jesus shows up in surprising ways and through the love and lives of surprising people a lot of the time if we would just open our eyes to recognize him among us. Jesus shows up in the first responders and the nurses and the doctors who tend to the sick and dying. Jesus shows up in friends and family, through Stephen ministers, by way of partners in mission who send cards and who bring meals and who run errands and otherwise care for those who need it. Jesus shows up in and through individuals and communities of faith like ours who love one another and love our enemies, or try to. And who strive to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly in the face of so many temptations to do otherwise. And Jesus shows up in the mirror to people if we will open our hearts and our minds and our lives to the possibility of that. Because what happens on the road to Emmaus, really, is that Jesus opens the eyes of Cleopas and his friend to see what they already knew. Through some walking with, and through some patient conversation, and with just a little bit of bread breaking, they're reminded and they are inspired to hit the road again and to get about the business of telling their people everything that they'd wanted to believe since the Friday before. That God is bigger than death. That hope is better than despair. That light shines in the darkness. That love always gets the last word. And that we have hard, holy work to do in order to reveal that and to make it real for the world around us, always in the name of Jesus, crucified and risen for the sake of the world. Amen.